Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Talk to Keiki. I'm Matt, your host for the night, and uh, this isn't a regular episode that we do weekly. This is, a, again, it's a special focus on one series, well, the movies in particular, but we're going to talk about the series a little bit. And since my co-host has not watched the series, he is disqualified, shunned, pathetic, <laughs> disgusted, pompous fucker. Anyway... Uh, Joy me is from the chair shot, uh, a good friend of mine. I've known him for years. Uh, he's the one that got me my start. Andrew Belaz. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. And yeah, we really need to get that co-host of yours caught up with some of like the classic stuff because th- this is important, man. This is this is one of the generational animes that like helped to pave the way and to mold some of the inspiration. So, oh, yeah. I. Mm. Can he even call himself a fan without knowing this anime? Well, SFA, he's he's like a few years into anime, like four to five, I think. He's like he he's like he had he started when we were kids or So he's still a baby. He's still on the Pokemon Digimon kind he, of level. I was gonna say, that's why that's why he's my co high. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, uh, but he, he does get passionate and I do respect that <laughs> or stuff he does talk about. Like it's nice to see. He's like, all right, okay, well, show show off the old timer, don't you? <laughs> Damn like, you, let, kids! Let, get off let, my anime no, lawn. No, when we were do, when we were doing the awards, when we were talking about the best couple, he was talking about uh, fruits basket, and they went to like, oh, go ahead, tell me about yours with the you know uh, the twenty six year old and the seventeen year old. I was like, ah, well, <laughs> put, me, put me on the spot, why don't you? Welcome to anime, but uh, <laughs> no, but I, I got it, but. Oh god! Like, well, god, if you when you put it like that, because I haven't watched Fruits Baskets, so like it probably would have been mine, but there really wasn't a lot of like big ships except for that one in terms of chemistries and how it developed. That's why I picked them. Yeah. That, that, that like I ship is so hard. Except the face, like, it was just they had a good dynamic. I was like, it, like I kind of was this spot because with uh, Higa Hero, I didn't see a couple with them. With those two, it was just more of like a big brother little sister. But with uh, the people in Koikimo, yeah, despite the whole age difference and the the message, like they still gel to- well together. <laughs> I mean, and not to mention one of the biggest ships in anime history is Inuyasha and Kagome, and he's like over a thousand years old, and she's fourteen. So, like, come on. Well, don't I don't. Well, I, well, 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 I don't want to talk about Toshomaru Sh- and Ren. Oh, there we go. There's that too. I was just bringing up Jesus the obvious Christ. one. Ah, <laughs> I, I am so glad I dropped that sequel. <laughs> Like it did not feel like Inuyasha. Well, except for Inuyasha's daughter, but anyone else? No, that no one else. It was not the same. I didn't care about Sushomaru's kids. Talk to kids. Yeah, I didn't have high hopes for it, and the fact that the buzz died down real quick. I'm like, yeah, not gonna watch that yeah. one. Uh, anyway, this is not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, a show that came out in '85. Correct. Like dear and dear to our hearts, it's been many years since I've seen it. So oh, I probably, so I probably really can't describe what happened that much. But um, 
Yeah, uh, th- but watching these mo- well, watching the movies made me want to rewatch that series as a good refresher. <laughs> yeah, I had the same kind of feeling, even though I think Netflix redubbed it. So <sighs> I've heard the redub is good, but the irony is that the movie cast is from the, the original, original dubbing. So right. like Spike Spencer is Shinji to me, and he always has been, because I don't think the be. dub is that cringy, honestly. Or it's, you know, the right levels of whiny, cringe, Shinji being a bitch. So, like, it's just, it sounds right to me. I haven't given the Netflix for a chance yet. Oh, well, I'll eventually. But this this is basically, this has a huge impact in the in the culture. <laughs> <Impact>. of the... <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. What? But, uh... It was a topical word. It was a good word. Uh, I it's know. like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Like, wow, you said the word. <laughs> the chairs but, talk, the alligator ships out, like whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, again, very popular, influenced a lot of shows, like uh, you call it Argento Soma, Generator Gall, Die Guard, uh, Koi Koi 7, Steven Universe, Rick and Morty, hell, fucking My Little Pony. <laughs> I mean, there's even other older, like Razafon. Razafon yeah. was basically always called Evangelion, just watered down, or like Evangelion right. for girls. Like, you know, the old, early 2000s yeah. kind of way of referring to things. Yeah. Big O. Big O takes a couple. Um, Gurren Lagan. Gurren Lagan, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gurren Lagan, definitely. Uh, Serial Experiments Lane, which I still have to watch. <laughs> God, I haven't watched that in so long. I thought you were going yeah, to that, it. It came up as a recommendation after uh, Wonder Egg Priority before I, got dis- before I got disappointed. But Okay, uh, okay, yes. Oh, God. I, I, raised, I already yelled, yelled at that for about an hour. I can't do that again. I remember that episode, yes. Oh, God, that was <laughs> terrible. I was so upset. With, uh, I was totally erect and then went flaccid. It was, never, it was never the same. Yeah, that's never good, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not even Blue Shoe can help. I mean, it might. It might. <laughs> maybe if it had one of those, like, Viagra, like, rebounds, where it's, like, that four hours, then you have to call a doctor. Maybe it's, like, four hours, then just watch Wonder Egg. Then you'll be uh, fine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I don't even want to picture that. But, uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, we said we were talking about Evangelion a little bit before the movies, but, again, again it's a big cultural thing, um, especially the genres, like, especially mechs. <laughs> Stories, oh. characters, like popular Asuka is the more well-known Sundere next to Taiga. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Rin from Fate's Day Night. Yeah. Like Rin, Rin Tosaka, Asuka Langley, and Taiga. Yeah, they're, they're probably the top three Sundere's. <laughs> yeah. well, I, well, I like Kaguya from Love is War. She, she counts. Sure, but she doesn't quite have the same history that these others do. No, no, no. But I'm saying for a current timeline, she's like taking that torch. But the classics, these are these are it. I still have to watch uh, that. That's not bad. Uh, I, I know. No, it, my, my friend loves it. Like he loves it to death, and he keeps telling me to watch it. So I'm gonna I tell you, you know what? My take is it's not as good as Clan Ed, but it's it's pretty damn good. Oh, I I, I, I love Clan Ed. <laughs> And it's like, I th- I think I like Toradora way more than Angel Beats, too. So I don't know if you watched Angel Beats at all, but I did enjoy it. I, I was a little more lukewarm on Angel Beats. So that's why I would say like Toradora. Yeah. I like that better. Well, eventually I'll watch it because I said I, watch fruit, I would finish up Fruits Baskets before I pick up anything else. Fair. Because okay. I, wa- I, I want to finish that before the end of the year to see if it'll go in my awards for the year of the last season. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um. Eventually, uh, a few weeks ago, they uh, released the fourth Evangelion movie, 
and said, so uh, yeah, he told me about it. I was like, you know what? We're going to, instead of writing about it or him writing about it, like, you know what? Here, come to the show. We're, we'll talk about all of it together. Yes. And, and here we are. There we go. Yeah. So let, let me let me frame it this way. How long ago has it been since you watched Neon Genesis? Because I doubt you watched it, like, right away. So, like, did I, you give I, it a couple I, years? Did you borrow some I of these VHSs? Would, I would probably be... When I was like 15, 16, so like about 15 years. Okay, okay. So yeah. I think it's roughly the same because I think I watched it in the yeah. end of high school because I actually borrowed my buddy's VHS tapes. And yeah. then, you know, I, I, I love that. I love that anime so much. Right. Like, like early, early internet, like I was on a message board that was totally fan devoted to Evangelion called Ava Maid. And right. everything was cool because you got to see like the beginning where people would leak the Japanese stuff from like the Shinji Akari raising projects and some of the offshoot games that didn't make it over to the States and like right. uh, like Girlfriend of Steel and stuff like that. So it, w- it was really cool just, you know, the message board interactions and watching everybody kind of just geek out over the same. Right. Thing right. So Ava, Ava was definitely kind of influential in kind of getting me involved in at least the internet kind of aspects. Of right, right, right. And of course, fanfic.net. Like, who doesn't love and hate fanfic? Uh, yeah. uh, now, now, we, now we got the Dojins mug. <laughs> oh, that's the new one? Oh, I kind of I fell out of how the fanfic uh, generation went. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially for Love as Well. Ah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but usually, usually I don't, re- usually I don't read Dojins or Hentai or any of that buzz like yeah oh no fanfic fanfic was written so at least it wasn't the visual yeah that i think that i I know what you're talking about now yeah Yeah, yeah. it it was just a bunch of cringy people kind of putting their their otp and their their original character in with their favorite character and then then their odd chip-ins of course that's otp weird weird fetishes damn right like pen pen asuka all the way because you know pen pen was actually just god embodied in a penguin <laughs> you think I'm joking, but there was I no I, I, I instantly believe you. <laughs> I, I don't even need to look. I just believe you. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, this is more of a rebuild of the Evangelion series, more or less, for a different telling of a story. And yeah, this was from basically 2007 to now. So yeah, about 14 years for four of these yeah. four of these movies. About as old as the the pilots were when the the whole concept started is as long yeah. as it's been since one and four came out. At least yeah. in this, yeah, between the Japanese release and what just happened, because yeah, they, they yeah they even said 14 years since uh, mm-hmm. that last gap. God, we we could have had a whole new pilot in that time. I mean, technically we did. There we go. That's more, that's a way to more, look at more it. More or less, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so let, let's get to the meat of it. Yeah, as I say, let, let's get to the meat of it. Where to uh, kind of start in reverse one. a little bit that the good oh, thing about the rebuild. Okay. The, the good thing about the rebuilds is the fourth movie did prove to us that the rebuilds technically follow the Neon Genesis Evangelion storyline. Because right. at the end, when Shinji and Ray were talking, you saw it go through the old intros for Neon Genesis 1.0, right. 2.0, 3.0, 3.0 plus 1.01. And that kind of tells you the storyline that they're trying to get across. And yeah. to then go to the beginning made a lot of sense, because after Third Impact happened in Neon Genesis, the water was no longer blue. It was red. And in the first yeah. movie... 
the water was red to begin with. And right. blue water was like some kind of weird myth that the kids never grew up with. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so it, I, I like the fact that it kind of handheld us at the end to kind of prove where it, this rebuild comes in with the Neon Genesis storyline. And, and how it like actually fits in. <laughs> oh, it fits in so wonderfully because it yeah. hits so many of the old marks with a little bit of a twist here or there from, you know, Unit 1 going berserk. Like, even people that don't know Evangelion still know the the big purple robot going crazy, yeah. like, attacking stuff and, you know, doing yeah. his wonderful MMA attack. And uh, then I think in Neon Genesis, Unit 1 was the one that went a little berserk in the hangar, but this time it was Ray's Unit 0, which then you got to see a little bit of Gendo getting humanized when he cared and ran to the the pod to try to save ray yeah like like what actually like you saw what he was actually like feeling type of thing <laughs> correct so like th- this this was an interesting rebuild for the fact that it gave gendo oddly human beats because yeah. if if you remember neon genesis everybody hated gendo gendo oh, yeah. was like the worst dad and he was just such a prick and he's just such a dirty bastard that he was just completely beyond I guess, you know, reprieve. And this this rebuild really helped to kind of get across the fact that Gendo wasn't much different than Shinji. Gendo just had his own approach. And right. Gendo really just had one one wish, kind of, when it he all came down Yui, to it. Yeah. yeah, and it was it's kind of sweet and selfish, but sweet at the same time. So, he I don't just, know. He, did, he just went about it the wrong way. Because, again, it was the only person did he really he ever about cared about. Did he the wrong way, though? I mean, with how... Like, with I, how I, everything I, ended, I throw away my humanity, Shinji! But is he the best dad or is he the worst dad? Because if you see everything ended, you know, the way it ended did not give give the whole finish. I know. Uh, just yet. But like, that puts a different light on Gendo because everybody's like, he's such a bitch. Like, he, he set this whole thing up, like, you know, the Ayanamis and the Shikanamis, which is Asuka's new last name, which yeah. makes some some more sense now as all the movies came out. And like, Shinji had a part to play, and he was just this gigantic chess game of just making sure that these impacts happened and he could get to one thing and, you know, everybody could end happy in a way. Right. Uh like yeah i really yeah i really can't (laughs) i can't i really don't know how to explain it it's twisted but like gendo was kind of it's kind of like what uh what toji's sister said in the fourth movie where shinji was both their their savior and and their destroyer all in one gendo was very similar Uh, yeah they like father like son i guess uh-huh. And that that was really a big thing that I noticed through all four of the movies is they really pushed the Gendo Sin- Gendo Shinji kind of parallel where, you know, Shinji kind of wanted to get to know his dad, his dad pushed back a little bit, and then when they had their moments you saw similarities. You Gendo even admitted to a similarity between the two of them at different points. Right. And the whole Ray thing from when Unit 0 goes crazy, then when Ray tries to protect him, after the the sixth angel debacle, if we want to call it that, then Ray is in the the pod again, and Shinji runs over to her her plug and, and then tries to pull takes her it out, out the same, same way. way, exactly the same. So it's like it really was heavy handing the whole Gendo and Shinji way more alike than we want to believe them. Yeah, and they they did this, they've done this perfectly to actually make us see that. 
Did you like the fact that Toji was no longer the uh, the random sacrifice pilot? Uh, yeah, but yeah, this did work. Misato, yeah, but it was like, come on, no. <laughs> no, 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 not not the Misato one. The to- to remember how in the series Toji was supposed to be the fourth angel or the fourth Ava pilot, and then that's when the Ava went berserk or what got possessed by the angel and then he died but oh, it was okay. Asuka that piloted that one. Oh, okay Wrong so one. They, yeah. actually, they, they kept Toji completely uh, That yeah I, I guess that made more sense in terms of Asuka and Shinji in a way mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I, so I, I feel like that does fit more mm-hmm. but yeah uh, yeah, yeah this is one of the things I would say yeah they did that better so just a random like a random Toji, you got Asuka. <laughs> yeah, and and logically it did make sense that the European leg shut down Unit Two because they had the rights to say when the Japanese branch could use it and not, and they they said not to. So Asuka yeah. was kind of left without an option. So, you got no options here. <laughs> exactly. So it it was kind of cool the fact that they brought that whole thing around. How did you like the personality shifts? Because now we're moving into the second movie, and I love the fact that the movie was called You Cannot Advance, because it right. seems like every child, or every person, because even Masato comes into play with this one, every time they had some kind of character growth, something happened to just stagnate it, stifle it, and have them go way back to the beginning. Like, right. Ray and Shinji started getting affectionate, Ray tried to learn how to cook, and then the angel attack happened. Asuka got a little affectionate and jealous, and then the angel attack happened after she confides in Masato about kind of being okay with her place in life and being alone and yada, yada, yada. And then that whole thing happens, which kind of, you know, we see in the the next couple movies that it changes her personality a bit. And, you know, Shinji went from just not, not wanting to pilot things to then being just on autopilot then he just wants to protect Ray, which then screwed over Asuka, which yeah. that was that was kind of an interesting way of kind of Asuka feeling jilted that it proved that Shinji liked Ray way more than her and Misato trying to push away from Kaji and do what her father wanted for the whole nerve thing. And then with everything that happened, she just ends up kind of back in Kaji's arms at the end and kind of falling into the same trap that her father did with the whole, you know, nerve and second impact issue. Right. But no, uh, I guess there's more of, I understand like how they do get this development, but go back because except for, except for Ayanami, like Shinji and Asuka, they, they're, they're kids. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're definitely kids. And we all know Shinji was a wanty pussy little bitch. <laughs> True. We all, we all, we all, we all know and love him. Yeah, Spike Spencer did a good job, man. <laughs> oh god, like yeah, I, 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 like I just cannot picture anyone else voiced in him. It, it had the right tone of how he would act, especially with how he was feeling. <laughs> did you find anything interesting? Try to stay within the confines of the second movie. Don't, don't take from information from three and four. But did you find it interesting how informed Asuka and Mari were? when they get introduced and how they just knew everyone and everything. And Mari even knew that the sub command to get unit two to go beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was definitely different in the, the fact with that. Uh, I, I guess they thought it was more fitting to do it that way. So, uh, 
I could see it. I just, I definitely thought it was weird that Asuka knew that Ray was just nothing more than a pet or a doll. Basically. From the first time. Like, there there was no awkwardness. There was no thinking or no, she was a kid. Or, like, no looking into her info or finding out from other people. Correct. Just, it's just, just, just assumed, like, yeah, yeah fuck just, you. Oh, yeah, you. you yeah, you're, you're the, uh, you're the, you're Gendo's kid and you're the yeah. pet. You're this. It's like, wow. It's like, okay. Okay, Asuka. How much, so, how much so, research did you do? Shit. Yeah. Well, she was from another. She was from a different division, so she probably did some background. She was from a different out. anime. Apparently, she was from like the Jackie Chan adventures because Uncle made her do some research. Yeah, she knew everything. <laughs> like, holy shit! I guess she wanted to be very thorough with uh, where she was gonna go next. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but man, don't these all these angles feel weird to you? <laughs> I mean. They did, they did, but I I love how the second movie was because I feel like it was it was complete in the fact that you kind of saw resolutions and we saw the beginning of Third Impact at the end of the movie, right? And it's like that that's kind of where we left off before Instrumentality and Neon Genesis, so it's like right. it still felt very familiar and it still was really cool and it was nice seeing all of the characters come into play and how their personalities changed. But God, that third movie! Holy shit! Well, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> uh, did you see the after credit of the second one? Maybe. Which one was that one? Where, like, it, like it takes place like after like the third impact. You see the spear go through unit one, like death from above type of thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, I was gonna say like I, like that like that was there. <laughs> I'm not crazy. No, you weren't, because then that kind of is part of what played into three with where uh, kind of some well, of the spears. Carol, yeah, 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 where some of the spears came from. But did you did you have anything you took from the second one that we haven't talked about yet, or even the first? If you want to go back to like uh, um, the part that was really more or less the retelling of the Neon Genesis story with a couple tweaks. Yeah, like I again, it was a nice retelling. It was a good refresher. That's all I really saw what the first movie was. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked. Like that, I think that was the right move to do it for the first one. Before I get into making different, making more diff- bigger tweaks for the rest. <laughs> Big tweak. Jesus Christ. This was, this is a whole ass like Vince Russo level of swerve. Like, yeah, I don't, they, I don't they, even they, know. They like, they, they like, re- they just wrote a different script, different. They just wrote the script in a different language. They're just like, and now it's French. It's like, what the fuck happened here? Like, this is not... We start off with some kind of, like, space battleship Yamato kind of fucking thing. And I'm just like, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, what am I even watching? And then, like, you know, Misato... Is there a captain of a a ship? Oh, yeah. And um, they all said, fuck Gendo. He's on his own. Yeah, uh, like Ray, oh, Ray, yeah. Ray's gone or Ayanami. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ray's apparently gone. Shinji randomly came out of the first time I watched this a couple years ago. I wasn't sure if he came out of the the cross shaped box thing that Mari and Asuka were fighting in the beginning, right? Or if he came directly out of Unit One. And I'm just like, oh, so he came out of Unit One, which they were using as an engine. So that's kind of awkward. <laughs> out of right. nowhere, it's like, and yeah, now there's a kid. It's like, okay, that's yeah. different. How come he did he just appear <laughs> out of yeah. the LCL? Yep. And then Asuka wanted to kill him, basically. <laughs> which I get that she was. It's like it's like so. Uh, for Fourteen years. It's like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Uh, I kind of crushed you. No hard feelings, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was. And then, yeah, it's just a uh, Ray kind of well, not Ayanami anymore. Technically, this like like in this Shinji, how Shinji find out that basically Ayanami was the clone of the mother, this traumatizing Shinji <laughs> over a game of shogi. Yes, like that, that was non nonetheless. Fiyutsuki is a clever motherfucker of all things. Like, the one time he actually gets, like, really, like, genuine screen time, he's just like, do you know Shogi? And he's like, guess what? This is what your mom looked like. Your dad lied about not having pictures, and she looks like Ray, right? Ray's a clone. Fuck you. And it's like, what the fuck? There's, like, there's, like, there's, multiple, the there's, there's multiple of them, so... I do wish there was more Gent. There was a more uh, Kauru. Kauru was nice, but you know, you know what I loved in a weird twisted way with Kaoru and Shinji's interaction. It reminded me of during Neon Genesis when Asuka and Shinji basically had to play DDR and learn how to get synchronized in a dance because they had to defeat an angel in tandem. And this was similar because Kaoru was teaching him how to play the piano so they could work together. Yeah. I like gotta say that that, that, whole, that, that that whole scene was just gorgeous, animated. Oh yeah, animation-wise, it was gorgeous. But just the the kind of slight callback to yeah. the tandem dance in Neon Genesis, and this is more like Pacific Rim kaiju double double pilot plug. And I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, okay, it's kind of cool, kind of like that. Right. But yeah, Kauru Kauru didn't get nearly enough screen time in the third one. That yeah, I kind of I really wish there was more. But the times he was there, I will say, yeah, I did enjoy him. That's why I wanted more. <laughs> Agreed. I kind of did like the fact that I feel like the third movie was supposed to be disjointed and confusing for not only Shinji, but like the the Watcher, because mm-hmm. everything moved so quickly. And you went from space fight to Shinji's back to Toji's sister's okay and she's there and now now Ayanami's not Ayanami and you know the boom boom but it just moved so fast that it was really hard to wrap your head around what the fuck happened yeah and then when Kaoru shows him the the near third impact and how then they start throwing out those those Lilin kind of names of like the child of Lilith and the child of Adam and they they really they really steered into like the biblical aspect of like right. you know the seed of knowledge, the seed of life, and it's it was interesting because they didn't really lay it on that heavily in Neon Genesis. Like it was obvious there were angels, there was an Adam, there was Lilith, that whole kind of thing. Yeah, but they didn't give the spawn a name like Lilin, and it didn't turn into like an insult like Asuka kind of used it as a few times. Right, right. So I just it was it was really. As much as I think third, the third one is the weakest movie, it was fun for the way it set up the fourth. Right, like like it like while it wasn't great, it was still important. <laughs> Correct, and it's something I noticed in the first couple, and the third movie kind of confirms it. I don't know if you noticed it. Did you notice on Shinji's Walkman or Gendo's Walkman, however you want to really refer to it? Right, the first movie. And halfway through the second movie, it kept toggling between song twenty-five and twenty-six. Yeah, I, I then, did. I did see there was like a kind of like a repeat type of thing. Yeah. And then halfway through, it goes to twenty-seven. And then after Kaoru fixes it in this movie, it goes to twenty-eight. Because there were okay. twenty-six episodes in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Right. Twenty-five and twenty-six were the the instrumentality kind of stuff. So okay. I took that kind of as the little hint that this is continuing the storyline even before we got to the end kind of proving that so 
halfway through episode uh, halfway through movie two is episode 27 movie three is episode 28 right okay and yes yeah, there is that, a that nine in the yeah <laughs> i didn't see the 28 but again i did see the little skip type of thing okay that's that's clever <laughs> Yeah, I I thought that was like a really cool, just like little Easter egg they threw in there for the Walkman. Ah, I I like that actually. Plus, plus growing up in the early and you know growing up in the '90s, like I wonder what kind of Walkman he had that it had a, a digital readout and b thirty songs worth of space. Like what the fuck was that, man? Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's an eighty minute limit on these CDs. Yeah, these are no way... the shortest songs in the world. <laughs> or, yeah, like there's no way you're going to fit uh, that many songs in an 80 minute CD. Oh, the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, that was my only real question. Like, I like the Easter egg, but I'm like, you know, I was alive during the 90s when Walkmans were kind of a thing. And then you had the, the CD version. I'm like, I don't remember there ever being space for like 30 songs. I'm like, I, like I, I, ha- I had to burn like four CDs for the, the stuff I wanted. So. <laughs> Exactly. And the fact that you only had two sides of a cassette, that's even less space than a CDs. It's like, hey, how short are these songs? I need to know. Or they they probably, uh, I don't know. The magic of Japanese, you know, engineering and science made the best cassette ever. Japan had all the cool shit, so. Yes, that's what it was. They're just ahead of us. The Panasonic Sony special edition cassette could actually hold you know, 120 minutes worth of songs. We just didn't and, have it over here. And it's like, uh, hey, can we have that? It's like, no, why? It's like, you know what you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. Jeez. And it's like, hey, you know what you did. Uh, you did worse off. It's like, all right, that, that's on me. I set, uh, I, set, yeah. I, set, I set the bar too high. <laughs> uh, but uh, goddamn, uh, poor Sadiq being traumatized with the head explosion. Oh yeah, the way Kevin. right in front of him. <laughs> I oh, just I don't understand how he was still so blind to the fact that Karu told him not to do it. Something's not right. Asuka said, "Don't." Misato yeah, said, and they, have, they were fighting. That's why they were fighting. <laughs> yes, everybody except Gendo and Ayanami, because she was programmed to listen to orders, said yeah. not to do it. And Shinji's like, fuck it, I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, there's a reason why this movie is called You Cannot Redo, because you Uh, fucked up. (laughs) Oh, well, they're not Subaru, so he could redo. Hey, 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 that's a (laughs) Uh, I know, I know. (laughs) But it was, plus, at least, you know what, the going into the fourth movie, it's cool that, that I understand now why they referred to that as near third impact. Right. Because I was so utterly confused at why it was N3I until we found out that Kaji sacrificed himself to stop the third impact. And that as as long as there is a sacrifice, the impact will stop. Right. So I guess that's also why fourth impact wasn't caused by Shinji pulling out the spears because then Kaoru died. Yeah, more or less, yeah. I think so, I think I think he knew that. I think Kauru knew that because he, yeah, he's just I, like ah, oh, the first angel becomes the thirteenth angel. Ah, shit, blow me up. <laughs> like uh, lol, wants to do a cool trick. Yeah, <laughs> blow me up, fam. Boom. Oh. <laughs> There's red everywhere. This must be yeah. how Kurt Cobain felt. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> what? Too soon? No, no. Against him or something like that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's it's topical. It's topical. That's how I look. <laughs> So, so the baby killed Kirk Cobain is what you're saying. 
Shinji was the baby, and <laughs> that's why he killed Kaoru. And that's why he he got he fucking cried. <laughs> Damn right. Yes, that's why he just wasn't the same for I don't know half of Ever. the first movie. Uh, it's been thirty years. You had to let me go. Yeah, never. <laughs> All because you took my art show. What? What? I don't yep. know. <laughs> Muffin button. Wait. It's like it's like it's like Benoit going. Why didn't you tap out? If you did, we'd be together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all, right, all right, we're we're falling, we're falling off the rails. No, no, no. This is all topical. It's Evangelion. Anything off the rails is on the rails. It's Evangelion. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least it's not Erica Seven. My God, Eureka Seven! Holy shit! Oh my God! My, my brother hated it. <sighs> it depends on which version he saw, because I think the. The, what the Fox version was like edited and ridiculous, if I remember correctly. Well, uh, no, he saw he saw it on uh, Adult Swim. Oh, okay, because I know so that he was the... he hated everyone was fucking crying every episode. Yeah, it's like 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 if someone had a hug or said hello, they would be traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> it's serious business. You don't understand Japan, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, you're right, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah the, the third movie was crazy, and I, I appreciate it for what it set up, but watching that, it is probably the only movie that doesn't really stand alone. Right. Like, it's the only one that needs the fourth Everything. movie. It's... Otherwise, it would have been very anticlimactic with it. True. It's like, oh, like, is this how we end it? Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, people, we throwing pitchforks and all that. I don't know. I, you know, being in the Evangelion uh, fandom as long as I have, I'm pretty sure there would still be plenty of people trying to like overanalyze and like deep dive into everything and find out why it's actually the perfect ending if that was actually the last one. Oh, <laughs> that's that, that's every fandom. But Evangelion's way more pretentious. Oh, well, a- but, Evangelion uh, is that whole elitist. Well, you're not smart enough to understand the depression and the psychoanalyzation <laughs> that goes on in all of these children. <laughs> I am though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, because of this, I got depressed. So, <laughs> yeah. why did the world blow up? Why has this happened? He was sad. <laughs> oh, how profound! Thank you. <laughs> it's like, he, it's like he just wanted a hug. Teenagers. Teenagers, mind you. But because Gendo put up his AT field, no one could have a hug, and that's why the world blew up. Sadly, that is kind of how the whole show ends. <laughs> almost spat my drink. <laughs> Good, that was my intent. God damn it. Uh, also, no, no, I had to give the whole movie a 0 out of 10. I didn't get my congratulations scene. I'm Wherever. so happy we didn't get that meme. No, movie. no, it was it was a... Congratulations! No, I, I won. We played it for our friend after he got laid. Meanwhile. No, really, he had sex at a cuddle party at the last Rodicon, and we all did the whole congratulations like that. That's fantastic. Okay, that's fantastic. That's a wonderful use of meme, because th- that was obviously a meme before the word was even invented, because, yes, I, I could tell you from early 2000s fandom everybody hated that and used that purely to troll somebody like if they made the most <laughs> obvious observation about anything people would just like pull up the the gif or some kind of clip of congratulations yeah you fit good job 
Aren't you proud? Good job. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, God. I, I, I wonder if someone played that during Trump or Biden's presidency. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is the darkest timeline. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even matter which one. Uh, for the, yeah, for both. For both. Yeah. I was like, I'm just like, I fucking hate it here. Uh, or I'll, I'll even take a near third impact. I'll be the sacrifice. Just let me die. <laughs> God damn it. The soap. <laughs> well, your head up in front of me. I don't think I could take it. Oh, fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But so, uh, before we talk about the movie, I was gonna say they love their fucking tits and ass. Oh, of course they do. And like, oh was, my god, they're they're very like okay. like yeah, you knew in the original, but well, let me just put it this way: at least Shinji wasn't jerking off over top of Asuka's body anymore. He's he's grown up. He's evolved. No, we're not using he, that as a sign of evolution. He, he, yeah, he, it's okay. Now he jerked off to his uh, clone mother. No, no, no. Better, because then we've got the new pilot, who we didn't even really talk about. And she's the best goddamn thing about this movie. Mari oh, Makanami yeah. Illustrious. Right, oh my god. Just the way she describes herself, too, when she just kind of pops in to see Shinji. And she's like, guess who? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like... Let me give you a hint. Glasses, big boobs, brown hair. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, she she was uh, she was a treat. Uh, my God. It's like not only does she she fall into that magane kind of trope that everybody loves in yeah. anime, but her personality was just so different. It was than very Rey noticeable. Asuka that it was nice. Like it was, she was the most normal as. As stretched and her age. fucked up as just as stretched and fucked up as that sentence is about somebody being normal in the Evangelion kind of world, she was calm yet intuitive. She was like always on top of the fight without being aggro like Asuka. And it she kept it fun, she kept it light, she kept it fluid. It was singing yeah, her little as fucking had, songs and she, all that other and stuff. She but. had her own motives, like, oh yeah, they're, they're they think they're using me, but I'm using them with all this. So Oh, that would that was the best line that she had where I forget was the it self destruct I think I think it was one the self destruction. Was it Ritsko or was it Kaji that said something about I feel dirty using children to you know for adults you know? I, I think I, I I think it was Kaji and there's like I, I think hate, it was I, Kaji. Yeah, yeah. And there's like and did you say I hate using adults? <laughs> yeah, so then she just reverses it and it's like what a f- wow okay <laughs> like she's just like I just want to blow shit up and it's just like okay yeah just don't blow me up inside yeah exactly but yeah but yeah anyway the, again it's just every angle. Like it is like it it's like it's more noticeable than a harem rom com. But it's it's good because it wasn't a harem, even though all of the girls had an interest in Shinji to some degree. Well, but yeah, like like uh, what'd you call it? Misada was like a mother figure. Uh, oh, I, a little more, more than that. I know, but like she 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 was like I don't know, but I mean, if if we want to go back to end of Evangelion when they kissed, and then Kaji even poked fun at her, and Ritsuko poked fun at her about how when uh, Shinji started living with her, and then she's just like, well, you lived with a man before. And she's like, this is different. And Ritsuko's like, is it? And, and Misato's <laughs> just like, shut the fuck. <laughs> yeah. like, and they, they were, you know, they, they were oddly close. They always have been. So yeah. it's one of those interesting things where Misato was like the hot teacher from like a rom-com kind of anime where you're just well, like, oh, well, well, she's well, she's technically a MILF, so. Now, well, yeah, as we got to the second half of these, yes. But... Yeah. Ah, uh, it's 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 nice. It was nice because all of the the women 
had different reasons to be drawn to Shinji, but not like just lording over him and lusting. Or like pitted him, or like pitted him down, say hey. Yeah, even though I did get a little annoyed at like eighty percent of Asuka's shots were just like her in panties, just rolling back and forth. Hey, while while in a t-shirt. Yeah, and I'm just like, at some point, I'm just like, a she has to put clothes on, and b is this just budget constraint like just wanted to use the same thing if her playing her little whatever it was like game ds boy. or game boy of some sort and just yeah. rolling around they're, they're like they're like we're giving it we're giving we're giving those uh angles to Mar- mari while exactly uh, while right while ayanami just had the boobs yeah well she also had that whole wonderful mannequin like the million mannequin march towards the end oh uh, oh god <laughs> uh, let's get to that <laughs> yeah uh but I, I liked where how it started with uh, Mari getting her own like in her own fights while uh, Shinji, Asuka, Ainami does go to this village while Shinji sulks like normal. A typical <laughs> Friday for Shinji Ikari. Yes, basically. But uh, I get, I liked how Ainami was getting along with the village, the the older woman type of thing. He's like, yeah. like, like, like you already orders so let Grace slap some ass and tell you how to work. Yeah, I. It was it was definitely that weird slice of life kind of aspect, but I don't know. Like I always felt odd about that with how clueless that you know original batch was because you know, Miss Lookalike or whatever you want to refer to her as. But Shadow uh, the Hedgehog. It, yes, because it, it I found you, Faker. It, it, faker. It, was, it was endearing, I suppose, but it was just it was a little taxing. I like that's probably the nicest way I could put it where she just asked questions about everything and it wasn't until she learned enough and she started using it towards Shinji and Asuka that it kind of it started hitting a little different yeah and then eventually first it was like she kind of did like shut down for like a moment right mm-hmm. she, when she thought about staying right yeah. it's like oh like oh no you don't <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like, oh, well, I guess there's a malfunction. You can't live outside of nerve. Oh, great. All right. So and there's like, a, there's like a, hey, Shinji, we need to talk. What? Uh, Want to see a magic trick? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, like, I, I, like, yeah, I'm not the real Ayanami. Like, I can't be here. But anyway, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how that was what it caused for Shinji to just kind of be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're, we're ending this. Like, I'm sick of watching people die in front of me. Yeah. But tell me that the cold calculated yup and then taser gun from Asuka wasn't fantastic, right? Oh my god, yes. It's, it's like she just knew, and she's just like, I'm gonna help too, and Asuka's like, yup, I have to do this. It's like, what the fuck? You're coming with me. <laughs> ah, that that ah. was that was cool. And it was also nice to see Toji and Kensuke made it out okay, and Hikari and Toji, you know, they right. shipped them together like everybody in the old fandom one. Right. Because, and, they, and they actually got it. Yeah. So there there was a little bit of, I guess, fan service to the old Neon Genesis fans. And Kensuke kind of being interesting, I suppose, because I always thought it was weird when Asuka and Kensuke first interacted after, you know, the 14 years passed and she was calling him Ken Ken. I'm just right. like, that's not an Asuka line. That's very affectionate and very cutesy. So. Yeah the fuck happened here this <laughs> pretty pretty much yeah but uh anyway uh i i gotta say i love every time shinji and gendo were on screen together after the whole confrontation oh yeah and that fight and, was cool too I was like, like, and they're like you know what? they 
your last albums by fighting that's when they did like you're, you're right that's why they did the whole the talk i loved the to- i loved the talks like i loved it was like, really like, cool though to watch him fight in like different spots like masato's apartment and then like the school right and just, just <laughs> and randomly, then the village yeah randomly just like you know none of this is real so we can do whatever the fuck we want and it's like oh cool i'm gonna fight in the bathtub it's like what the fuck is going on here i was like well uh Let's uh, you you've been a dirty boy, so let's uh, clean you up. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, but the the talk was really nice. Like it was it was really interesting, and it was cool because we finally learned that human side Mari, of well, the human side of Gendo and who Mari right. was too. Right. Like the fact that Mari finally made sense, and it all happened within like the last twenty minutes of the last movie. Very much, yeah. Like, and it didn't feel rushed. It felt right. Where you know. She approaches Fyutsky during the last fight, calls him Professor. He refers to her by an older name, calling her Mari Iscariot. And then we see when Gendo's going through his little flashbacks of school life with Yui and Fyutsky, Mari was there. And Mari's the one fucking with him, taking the headphones off and poking at him and having fun. So Mari somehow was like the original cursed Ava child or... Mm. Maybe an insurance policy kind of from Yui, because yeah. maybe that maybe that's why she was referred to as a scary because maybe Yui knew something wasn't going to work out right, so maybe. it was Mari's job just to kind of make sure the pieces fell into place, playing the Judas to Gendo's, you know, yeah. God complex, Jesus complex, whatever you want to call it. Right, but uh, I gotta say that Yui head was fucking creepy. Oh, you mean the uh, the real one where they, yeah, they weren't the, even the... animating it anymore and it was live action? Yeah, that. I was like, ah. Uh, I, yeah. so, I felt so uncomfortable. Like, that was definitely way more uncomfortable than the first time we saw them do the, the Ray heads and stuff like that. Just like, ah, it's creepy. And I loved how the little, uh, the pink-haired girl on the ship said, like, exactly what everybody was thinking during that point, too. Where she's like, what the hell is this? This is nuts! <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is on purpose. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and then, again, uh... it comes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Is Gendo the worst father, or is he the best father? That's, again, that's, that's a, such a tricky question. Because he may have gone about it in fucked up ways, but he ended up going with his wife, and Shinji got his wish to live in a world with no Evangelions and grow up. And Rei was happy. Asuka's happy with Kensuke. And Mari is happy with Shinji. And they run off, you know, up the steps and into reality together. So Gendo won. Gendo achieved what he wanted to. Yeah. And more or less, yeah. So, and it ended up really good for everybody. (laughs) Hey, like, yeah, Shinji got best girl as a. Yeah. uh, Goddamn. And it was nice Uh, to also just watch Shinji grow up in the last like 30, 40 minutes of the movie, too. Yeah, like actually sounding like an adult type of thing. Even Asuka had to admit it. That was the best part during little interrogation where she's just like, Do you know why I tried to hit you? And he's just like, Because I did nothing. He's like, I didn't try to save you. I didn't try to hurt you. I just froze and I was useless. And she's just like, Oh, wow, you did learn something. (laughs) And then Shinji was like, well, bye. Hey, not seeing you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, so I've been doing nothing. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. But she got ejected, so she's she's happy with Kensuke. Like, we didn't see it, really, but it was implied. But it, it was, yeah, and then, yeah, I think it was that Ayanami and 
Kaoru were talking on the other side of yeah. the train platform. Yeah, like the clones or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the interesting children. Let's just put it that way. Pretty much. Because, I mean, you would have to think Ray's her own person in that version of Shinji's world. Yeah. Because Yui and Gendo sacrificed themselves together and by they don't, impaling they don't, themselves on the spear. And they don't exist in that world. <laughs> Correct. And neither do Evangelion. So yeah. Ray must actually be her own person. And maybe Karu's not an angel because there's no Avas. Yeah, like he's like he's that he's also his own person. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that really is a just a way to look at it. Yeah, uh, but you know, as as a longtime fan of the series and everything, it was nice to watch a happy end. Not not just an implicit happy ending, not a goofy one like at the end of like Neon that, like Genesis. We, we, like we got actual closure. Yeah, it it felt like real closure, and the fact that Mari is a connection back to Gendo and Yui without having to be a clone or some weird twisted kind of thing, and it's just that she was friends with them and now she's with Shinji. Like yeah. it it brings it all full circle that somehow like Gendo and Yui are still kind of looking out for Shinji in this new world that he created. Uh, with how all these movies came out, like how they were set up, if would you do this with extra stuff as a rebooted series to have it more fleshed out? I don't really think you need to do anything else with it. Like, this tied it up in a bow pretty nicely. I bet, like, if they somehow decided to do, like, hey, we're going to make a remake the series type of thing, would you do this type of plot but more fleshed out in the span of 26 episodes? I don't know. I mean, or, I, I don't, or I don't, this, I don't or see this, the or, or was this, it got the right amount of timeline for all four movies. <laughs> I, I think everything was fine. Like, like I said with three, three is awkward, but it's better as a movie than it would be as multiple episodes that you have to sit through. Because right. could you, you imagine three being a 90 minute movie, or if it's five episodes in the middle of a 26 yeah. episode series, right? Like, that could be enough to confuse somebody and just get them to stop watching. Because right. it, it's a lot harder to sit through five episodes than it is four movies. Because you know that movie one and movie four tie up the story. So, like, you need to get from point A to point B. So, right. even if the third movie is a little weird, you have faith that the fourth movie is going to fix it. Right. You can't really always say that about a, a series. So, if, right. if you had right. to sit there weekly, like if it was a seasonal... And you had to go, oh, well, episode 17 through 22 make absolutely no sense. But fuck, they're cool. Like, it's like, eh, would you right, really yeah. stick around doing it? Yeah, I, I, I can see what you mean, actually. <laughs> it's, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I think Evangelion's going to continue on with their spinoff games. Because there's been games for days. Like, Shinji's got, like I said, the Girlfriend of Steel games other dating games i think there's one or two where he's a detective there's one or two that take place in like an alternate like school reality where they also introduce different girls like i think girlfriend of steel had mana if i remember correctly right. and so and Ava's sure never gonna die as a series yeah, and i'm sure there's an orchestra somewhere <laughs> mm -hmm. so I, I think we're fine i mean yeah. it doesn't need to be another series it doesn't need to be another movie I think the cinematic universe, however you want to call it, is wrapped up nicely. And now whatever they do, if they want to maybe do a prequel with like Mari Gendo and Yui years or something like that. That would be that, interesting. That could be interesting. I'd like that more as like a short, like maybe half hour movie. Like if they did like a whole box set of one, two, three and four. Right. Give us like a little bit of Mari backstory a little more. I'd be cool with that. 
but I, I don't really think we need much else. I think this did a really good job coming full circle with nearly 30 years of fandom. More or less, yeah. Yeah, this almost 30 years. So, yeah, it, it definitely did a really, really good job. So all, all four movies on a whole, the way it retold, the way it built, and the way it ended, it's it's for really, really good closure. It Psychologically, it's smart. You know, right. battle-wise, it was cool. Story-wise, it's compelling. Like, and, you can kind of relate to some, at least one of the characters, you know? Yeah, I mean? and it was good seeing the characters again with mm-hmm. some different, and some changes to their actual character. <laughs> yep, sometimes it's a name, sometimes it's a personality quirk, but it, it was nice to see how they evolved over yeah. the, the time, as well as the viewer. So, right. It, it was a cool take. Uh, and I believe we both ranked them the same, where the best one was the second one, uh, the then second best was the latest one, then the first movie, and then the third one. Correct, yeah. Two, yeah. four, one, three. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, again, that's really the best way to go back, as yeah, the second one was just great, especially with those final scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's just like, my, the thing that puts two over the top for me, even though four is a nice bow on the story, two is its own thing. Like, you could stop watching after one and two, and you can still feel like you have a complete story right there. Right. But four ties it up long term for fans of Neon Genesis and fans of the Rebuild series. So, yeah, like, like, for, like for the casual fan, you, like, you would stop at two, probably. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. If you just wanted a nice retelling of Neon Genesis and didn't care about the extra stuff, two is fine. Like two, yeah. two tells a wonderful story, hits all the beats. Things get tied up in a in a messy way, but it still gets tied. So yeah. it works. But four, four is good for the long term fan who just kind of wanted to see where Anna was going with it and, and like a, a proper ending. Huh? Correct. And he, for a change, didn't fuck with the kids. So, like, it, it yeah. was really just nice to see everybody get their way, in a way. I wonder if someone held them at gunpoint and said, don't fuck, up, don't fuck the, their lives up anymore. I don't think they did. I was like, like stop it right now. Stop, stop. Do not send that. My <laughs> understanding is that after the third movie came out, one of the manga artists put in an extra panel for shits and giggles of Mari in school with Gendo and Yui. Right. And at the time that came out, everybody swore up and down. It wasn't canon. It wasn't something he was told to do. He just <laughs> did it for fun. So I wonder if Anno saw that and he's just like, I like that. Yeah, I think that as I know, that would make a lot of sense in a way. Because, so Because I remember a lot of the early interviews where Anno was struggling with himself on how he was going to make this story different because he didn't want to just retell the same story. So he, right. that's why Asuka's name changed and the personality quirks changed. And that's why Mari got introduced because they really needed another, another pilot in there just to change up the dynamic. And then yeah, it worked. I, I, th- I think that tie into the past, be it Anno's idea or be it the random illustrator's idea, like, I think that is just a gorgeous way to tie everything up since Mari's whole gimmick was the fact that A, she liked old things, and B, she always told everybody that she was going to be there whenever they needed her and to, to not worry and she'll she'll come in at the end. So like right. she was supposed to kind of be the guardian angel in a sense. Right. And it was it was really fun. And I also like the fact that she gave Asuka and Shinji kind of cute pet names. Which yeah. helped to lighten up things during like a giant battle where you're just getting your arms ripped off and murdering people, and she's calling Asuka princess, and 
and Shinji's puppy or, or doggy or something like that. <laughs> like it's 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 just it's a little off putting, but it's just that right amount of levity to not make it so dark and depressing all the time. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, whoever does want to watch this, it's all on Amazon Prime, all four movies. And then uh, if you want to watch the Netflix dub, it's on Netflix. <laughs> yep. uh, but uh, I'll, I'll try to find the original somewhere, but uh, unless I had no choice but to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy it unless the price has changed, because... When I checked a couple years ago, it was still like insanely priced because I don't think it was in very high print demand at first because something <sighs> weird happened with Gynex, if I remember correctly, because Anno and Gynex had a falling out. Right. And I think that's kind of why printing on Evangelion or Neon Genesis stopped. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Well, uh, what you call it? Uh, the Brit Baker figure is selling for five fifty right now, so I probably have some money. <laughs> there you go. That should cover the the series at least. You, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I think it needs to go hundred dollars higher to get the end of. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yes, you're not gonna get instrumentality without like at least six hundred bucks. You're right. Uh, <laughs> it's, just be like, Let's I will see. give you twenty out of twenty six for five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Uh. But yeah, that is our review of uh, Evangelion, the four movies. Uh, again, we had a great time talking about it. We had a great time watching them. Uh, and I want to thank Andrew for coming on as uh, my guest for the night. And we always have fun. We always have fun talking together. So this is nice to do it in this uh, Dr. Cakey format. So Andrew, thank you for being here with me in this. <laughs> Oh, anything, especially yeah. if you finally get your co-host into something that ha- happened before, like 2010. Like, you know, that, that'd that be cool. We, we could probably chop yeah. it up uh, a little well, more. Uh, well, uh, soon we are looking for guests, so you're more than welcome to come anytime. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, uh, it better be older stuff. Though. <laughs> well, 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 I, well it's, it's probably going to be like a little bit of older stuff, questions, and stuff like that. Uh, kind of like how drive through. Oh, I got like, you. So it'd be like cakey shop or something. I like that. Yeah, so that might be like the thing, like where we have guests and then random questions and stuff like that, and talk about uh, a little more older stuff. Uh, we're probably gonna do that around the fall. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Uh, cool. I wait on my goddamn OP songs that uh, I have to go somewhere else. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I, I have not heard back from that guy in a month, so I'm probably. Yeah, I was wondering what the, the status with that one. Was. Yeah, uh, I I have not heard anything, so I'm actually I'm I'm looking on Fiverr because <laughs> I heard Fiverr does shit. Uh, oh, that's it, actually a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and someone actually said they'll do it for like a hundred bucks, like a two minute. Yeah, no, no, no. That's probably a lot cheaper than what the other guy was gonna give me. So yeah, so I might just do that. I just gotta wait a month for it to be delivered. That's fine. Yeah. No, well, that, that that's worth it, definitely. Yeah, so it's gotta have it's gotta have a uh, e, gotta have Ethan uh, send me half of that money. That definitely makes sense. It is it is your show, you know, your yes. two man show. So you yeah. think it go fifty fifty? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I hope so. I, I'm sure I would sure hope he can fight fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> if not, then uh, she needs a job. <laughs> yes, a better job. True, that is very true. Like, come on, give me ten bucks for five weeks. How about that? <laughs> it's, yeah, like, like, give it the money slowly till it finishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
it'll and probably be done in about five weeks at ten dollars a week that works right <laughs> uh oh yeah he, well the guy did well the guy's time frame was about uh 40 days so yeah there we go or See, more or less it's perfect i gave ethan a nice uh installment plan layaway plan whatever you want to call it sounds yeah. good it's <laughs> Uh, we did no commercials for this, but you know what? Fuck it. It's a special. Who cares? We don't need advertisements. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. I'm on there sometimes. Uh, I also plan on doing streaming. Uh, you can find me on Chair Shots, where I was uh, writing for Japanese wrestling, but since wrestling died, it's on a I hate it. <laughs> Wrestling died. That's That's... Nice. You just you just put the tombstone there. The, like, the little the little angel cross came up. You're yeah. like I don't know. Third impact hit Japan. It was yeah. called COVID, and all of it sucks now. <laughs> yeah. And all the booking went to shit. Kodobushi has had a god complex. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah, Kodobushi had the god complex. Evil, evil's just a piece of shit. He ruined everything. And Shingo's the Shingo's the only saving grace, but not enough to cover a whole show. <laughs> not enough to cover evil because remember oh we're we're, we're recording this on the fourth so on the fifth shingo and evil face each other for the title i swear if evil wins i'm probably gonna stop watching old new japan forever <laughs> i i will give evil one small bit of credit is that when he took when he introduced show into the the group yeah on today's show they had these t-shirts called house of torture yeah okay if House of Torture is his offshoot group, and then maybe they leave Bullet Club and become House of Torture, I don't hate that. Like, I, 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 thing, I just, I just want him away from Bullet Club. I do too, because it's, that was a mistake. Sad is that they're doing all the annoying, crappy shit that like Fale and the Tongans did, and it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't fit evil. It does, especially, especially how you've seen evil back then, where he would just go. Chair shot to the throat, a motherfucker on his own. Like you don't need these people. He he could he took down a lot big names by himself. True, this is true. So ho- hopefully he figures it out. Yeah, uh, hopefully he does. Uh, we also want to thank uh, W2M Network for having us on Spotify, and we want to thank the Chair Shot Radio for having us on various uh, forms where you find your local player podcast, like iHeartRadio, I Apple Music, Audible. Andrew, your plugs. Uh, on the Twitter. IWC Warchief, that's where you can find me. And writing on the chair shot where I still have to cover the Japanese wrestling and impact wrestling because it, it's the, the issue with me being like one of the, the higher ups on the, yeah, the, main, on the, the website. Main, the main I can't, squeeze. <laughs> I can't just be like, hey, sucks. I'm done. Oh, I have to cover it. Anyway? Okay. But at least, you know, the good thing is I've also been covering album reviews, some music lately. And that that's actually helped to keep things moving. You right. know, on a weekly basis, because I just covered uh, Iron Maiden's new album that came out yesterday, Senjutsu. And it's just cool kind of mixing up different genres and some bands I haven't listened to in a hot minute that just happened yeah. to have a release this year. Yeah, I actually read your Billie Eilish review, too. <laughs> you know, I don't mind Billie Eilish as much of a I, 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 it, it, it's, it, it's I have to be in the mood for it, but if it's like... Th- play so much like nickelback then it's annoying oh well yeah like bad guys an annoying fun song don't get me yeah wrong. yeah yeah but like right. her older stuff before that like ocean eyes and bellyache like they're cute songs and then this right. new album that she came out with the happier than ever is it they're they're definitely songs to get sad to which i suppose works for an evangelion you know themed show yeah. that we end with oh, this yeah. one but so you're not gonna listen to the billy eilish album in the car driving with friends to like something fun no nah, but 
if you're sad and you need something to commiserate with, that that's really good. It hits a lot of good right. points. And lyrically, her and her brother do a good job. So I, I give I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah I, I gave my partner that CD for their birthday. So ah, did they yeah. like it? Uh, I I would hope so. Uh, I didn't ask. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, at least. They didn't hate it. Well, it's better. Well, it's better than Megan D. Stallion. So, a lot of things are D. Stallion. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that that was their Christmas credit. Got <laughs> it. So, so sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Uh, it's a uh, white girl music to uh, gather wop to Billy Eilish, <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um. We've had our cake. We've we've had our cakey. We talked our cakey. We're full of cakey. So until next time, uh, me and Eve will be here on Monday. Uh, arigato and ato ofaku and sayonara.